Thank you for joining us today for this life-changing message from River of Life. If you are ever in our area, we would love for you to join us. For more information, visit us at rolcrawfordville.com. That's rolcrawfordville.com. Or download our app in the App Store under ROL Crawfordville. Now, let's join our special guest as he teaches from the Word of God. One of our dear brothers on this praise team said he had a word that he needed to have for me this morning. And so, come on. Come on. Come on. He didn't know I was going to do this. No, I didn't. <laughs> Today is my anniversary. I've been married to this beautiful woman for 10 years. Stand up, baby. <clears throat> Share a few details. <laughs> She's an amazing cook. <laughs> She's an amazing cook. I didn't get this fat by accident. <laughs> um, it was because of coming to this church that I married this woman. Uh, tried it a couple times before, really didn't dig it. <clears throat> so we were living in sin and we were sitting right there possibly the row back and Henry said a word that day that said if you're not married if you're just cohabitating, shacking up whatever you want to call it one of you guys needs to move out I looked at my now wife and I said we need to find a new church <clears throat> But the more I dwelled on it, the more I thought that there's got to be something to this. This man is right. So sitting right there, 11 years ago, I proposed to my wife here in church during a Christmas service. It's been a wild ride. I love my wife. She is the, the light of my life. I want to choke her sometimes. Likewise, (laughs) thank God she doesn't have the microphone, (laughs) but I couldn't imagine spending the rest of my life with anybody else in a church with the people that we love. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for her. Thank you. Wow. Wow. I still remember that day when he dropped down on his knee right there. I handed him the microphone and he proposed. I was sure glad she said yes. (laughs) You too, huh? Hey, listen, we have a special treat today. We are honored to have back with us. They've been here many times. Billy and Eltha Banks. Yes. Uh, they run uh, Spirit of Faith Ministries, and, and he preaches all over the country, but he also uh, has a school. They both do. They run a school in Kenya, and I did not know until just a few moments ago. We've been supporting them through the years, and, but now they have two campuses, and maybe he'll share a little bit 
uh, about that with us. We have a dear sister, Marcia Mathis, in this church that we send over uh, just about every year to teach in their school. And this church also buys the workbooks for them to use in their school. That's something we've been doing for a while now. There's a lot I could say about Billy Banks. He is a man of God. He moves in power. But the one thing that stands out with him for me and and for this church, and this is the reason I'm always so excited when he comes, is because Billy told me years ago that he does not just come and preach, that he waits until he has a divine word for this house, not a word for some other church, not just a general word, but a word from the Lord for this house. And so I'm always excited when he comes. There's a lot I could say, but brother, we love you. And Eltha, we, we thank the Lord for you. We thank the Lord for your ministry. And today we're going to listen with open hearts and open ears, believing that the Lord's going to speak through you to us. Uh, a special word for this house. And, and I believe many of us, if not all of us, will hear something today that will make an eternal difference. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this blessed couple that you've called into your ministry. And Lord, we just ask right now that you would use them. Lord, there's not one of us uh, here who does not have a need. Uh, we need you. We need your voice. We need to hear your voice. We need you to speak into our lives. And Father, we pray that you'll take this man of God, speak to him and through him, and make a difference in us today. And Lord, I do pray as we have worshipped you in song, that we will walk out of here today changed people for your honor and your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brother, you come. I think we're on now. Amen. Pastor Henry, thank you. Uh, words could not say uh, the friendship we have, and we thank you for your support, your love, our, our accommodate, everything. Man, you're just awesome. We thank you. I've never, ever called him. Uh, he always says, let me know if you need something, so I never call. So he says, uh, God told me to send you something. Amen. <laughs> so the Holy Ghost is working and speaking. Uh, my wife is sitting on the front row and she didn't like to stand up and all that, but I call her my Caribbean queen because she's from Jamaica. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so stand up. So, cause a lot of people don't know who you are. Amen. Amen. And my brother, we're coming up on 35 years. Hallelujah. And she's a good cook too. Amen. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Amen. I'm with you on that, buddy. So I thank the Lord to be in this house. I don't take it lightly. I, I love your pastor and Sister Beth, wherever she's, she is this morning. Uh, but uh, we're just thankful to be here. Amen. Uh, we spend six months every year in Kenya. Hallelujah traveling around Africa and so forth. We have two campuses, 340 graduates on the ground doing the work of the ministry. And the simplest thing I can say to you is uh, we, were t- we did a video recently, and uh, one of the students said, uh, actually a graduate, 
She says, I came to this Bible school to be trained, but I was transformed. So that's the best way to tell you about what we're doing. We're seeing transformation uh, in Africans' life. And our uh, ministry is set on 2 Timothy 2 to train faithful men that they may train others also. And last year, uh, I think we had about 14 graduates teach. Uh, in the schools, in the two campuses. But this year I have 21. Hallelujah. So we're raising them up. Because our goal was to uh, raise up Africans to teach Africans. Amen. We, we don't want everybody. It's good to have uh, people coming from America. and uh, we, we have teachers coming from Australia, India, all over the place. But uh, we want Africans teaching Africans. Amen. Are you ready for the word? Yes. Wait a minute now. Come on, y'all. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm used to Africa. Come on. Let me know somebody's in the house. Are you ready for the word? Amen. So, Father, we thank you and praise you for this opportunity before the saints of God. I pray that Billy would decrease, but the Holy Ghost would increase. Let me speak to oracles of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, speak to your people today. Ministering angels, I release you now. To minister to your people in Jesus' name, amen. As Pastor Henry said, I, I spoke to him, I don't know, about a week ago. I was just waiting on God. You know, sometimes you don't know until you know, amen. And there's been times I've gone to the pulpit and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know which way we were going. And uh, I said, Lord, it'd be nice if I knew where I'm going when I get to the river of life, Amen. So uh, about two days ago, well, just a few days ago, uh, the Lord gave me this word for this house. The title of the message today is, Don't Believe the Economic Narrative. Don't believe the economic narrative. Don't, don't get in fear, saints, about what's going on. We saw bank close, what, Friday, millions and millions of dollars lost. And don't don't get in fear. Amen. God is still God. He's still on the throne. Come on, house. Amen. We're, we're not going to run to the bank on Monday. <laughs> Give me my money. You know, we're not going to get in the fear because God is good. Listen, if you're born again and you're a tither, you're going to be all right. Now, now, if you're not born again, today will be your day. But, but let me encourage you, if you are a tither, King David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread. I can tell you, I've been on the planet for 70 years. I'm coming up on my 70th birthday this year. And I can tell you, God has taken care of us, not only here in America, but everywhere we go. In Africa, everywhere. And he will take care of you. He's no respecter of persons. So if you're a tither, just relax, man, and say, God is going to take care of me. Amen. If you have your Bible, would you turn with me to Mark chapter 11? Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about faith today. Thank you for the one amen. (laughs) Amen. We're going to talk about faith. Mark 11, and I'm reading from the uh, New American Standard. Mark 11, verse 12 through 14. Are you there, saints? Come on, house. Listen, do we need to take a coffee break, amen, to get a 
Go everybody get some coffee. Okay, Mark 11, verse 12. On the next day when they had left Bethlehem, or excuse me, Bethany, he became hungry. Seen at a distance of fig tree and leaf, he went. Now, you know that says a capital H, so that we're talking about Jesus. He went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. We need to learn how to speak like Jesus spoke. We, we need to learn to speak like the Father speaks. We need to learn how to speak like the Holy Ghost speaks. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Saints, we do not understand the power of what's coming out of our mouth. It's so important. I have a nephew and um, several nephews, but anyway, this one particular nephew, he was uh, making phone calls for his mother's, well, the family has a uh, uh, security business, and he's making phone calls to people who are delinquent on their account, whatever. And so he calls this one house, and the, the recorder comes on, and it says, Hello! This is Frank. If you're calling because I'm delinquent on my bill, I have no money. <laughs> and then he would laugh. Ha, 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 ha. I don't have any money. So my nephew thought it was funny, so he started going around. Ha, 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 ha. I don't have any money. And he said one day he walked into McDonald's, ordered some food, and reached in his pocket, and guess what, saints? He didn't have any money. <laughs> he called me. He said, Uncle Billy, I, 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 you know, I'm going to stop saying that. I said, I told you don't say that. He said, I don't have any money. I don't know what happened to my money. We'll get what we say. So it's very important what... Listen, saints, before we start saying something, sometimes we just need to be quiet. Now, don't lift your hands, but how many of us have come to Pastor Henry, Pastor, pray for me, my rent's due, this is due, yama, 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 you know, and Pastor agrees with you, you know, the Lord will take care of all of these things, and we walk out into the parking lot, Lord, I sure hope this thing, you know, I hope this money go come for this house bill, man. Well, you just negated the whole prayer Pastor prayed with you. You just walk out in the parking lot and lift up your hands and say, God, you're still on the throne. You said, I'll be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. I'll be a lender, not a bar. I'm a blessed person. You may not have two nickels in your pocket, but you just say, I'm blessed. And how many of you know that God can send somebody right here in this church over to your car and say, sister, brother, I don't know if you need anything, but here. And take care of everything you're trying to do. Okay, I'm going to go on. Amen. <laughs> Listen, we don't need money. Now, you need money. To, don't look at me like that. You, you need money to take care of all this stuff we need to take care of here on earth. But what we need, saints, is faith. 
If, if we have faith, the money will come. All right, I'm, I'm coming to point number one. Faith is the currency of heaven. God is not in heaven printing U.S. dollar bills. God is not in heaven printing German Deutschmarks or Chinese yen. The currency of heaven is faith. And if we're going to get anything from God, saints, if we're going to get healing, finances, marriages healed, whatever it is, we're going to have to obtain it by faith. God is a God of faith. I'm going to show you. Let's go. We're in Mark, right? Let's go on down to verse 20. Mark 11, verse 20. Mark 11, verse 20. Now remember, Jesus cursed the fig tree, right? Right? Okay. As they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Hallelujah. Being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered. And Jesus answered, saying to them, have faith in God. Tell your neighbor, have faith in God. (laughs) Truly, I, listen, Lord Jesus, help me. (laughs) If you have a pencil, I want you to underline this. Verse, verse 21. We just read that, right? right? Verse 22. And Jesus answered, saying, I want you to underline saying. And Jesus answered, saying to them, have faith in God. Now watch this, verse 23. Truly I say, I want you to underline say. Truly I say to you, whoever says, underline says, this mountain be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says, I want you to underline says, is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Therefore, I say, I want you to underline say, to you, all things which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they will be granted you. Now, Depending on which translation you're looking at, the words are read, which means it's the Lord Jesus speaking. Amen? Amen. And if he has put the word say or saying five times, now watch this, saints. Believe is in there one time. But he says or saying five times. So the emphasis was not on what we believe, it is what we are saying out of our mouth. Okay. We are where we are today based on what we've been saying over the last two years. So if you want to change where you are tomorrow, we've got to start saying something different than what we've been saying. Thank you for the one amen. Amen. 
This is very important. So we said faith is the currency of heaven. Mark eleven twenty three. This is God's words translation. I can guarantee this truth. This is what will be done for someone who doesn't doubt but believes what he says will happen. The positive lesson to be learned from the cursing of the fig tree is the power of believing prayer. Guys, when we pray, we've got to believe. Now, now, if we're coming for healing today, you you know, I, I'm going to pray with you, and the he, and I promise you, the healing anointing will be released. But it's what you do with it. You can receive it and say, I got it, or you can just sit there and say, I don't know if I got it or not. And you're going to leave here the same way that you came. And so the song said, we're going to leave here different, Amen. amen. And in order to do that, we're going to have to receive what God is doing, what God is saying. There's a book called My Time in Heaven. If you've never read it, I'm going to recommend it to you by Richard Sigman. He was a preacher who died and went to heaven. I think it was an automobile accident. But anyway, I gave that book to so many of my friends who were going through loss of a loved one, and they said that they blessed them so much. But in the book, My Time in Heaven, I was talking to a friend of mine who was very prophetic. Uh, Pastor Bill has been in ministry 60-some years. And uh, we were talking about this book, and he said, Billy, it's the most descriptive book on heaven I've ever read. And in the book, uh, Richard Sigmund said he's walking with an angel and he sees this, this, this book about 15 feet tall and these two angels are writing in the book. And Richard Sigmund said, what are they writing? And, and uh, the angel said, would you like to see? And he said, yes. And so they go over to the book and these two angels are writing. And, and they had written in gold, Richard Sigmund, friend of God. Glory to God. How would you like to have your name written in gold? Amen. Friend of God. And then he said the angel was writing all of these things that he had not accomplished yet. Okay, I'll talk to these people. <laughs> they, 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 he's writing things they hadn't he had not accomplished and so he looked at the angel and he, he, he said but, but I haven't done these things and the angel says but these are the things that God is writing about you that you shall accomplish he said you will do these things and there's some things saints that some of us in this room haven't accomplished but you will and it doesn't matter if you're sitting here today, 80 years old, you still have time to do what God has told you to do. You still have time. Jeremiah 29, 11, this is the message Bible. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out, plans to give you the future you hope for. The plan of God for you is good. Your future is good. 
all is well, all we have to do, saints, is follow God. I tell our, our, our students in Africa, I say, guys, if you don't get anything else out of this school, by the time you graduate, say, God, let me fulfill what's written in the book. If, if, hey, guys, if, if we could make a billion dollars and miss God. So we need to find out what is his plan. You young people, we go to college, you know, uh, we, we've, we've got three kids that have gone through college, man. And, you know, uh, hey, I talked to my grandson the other day. He's, in college, he's a junior in college right now. I said, what are you going to do, Jordan? I'm not sure, Grandpa. Well, you need to find out. You need to ask God, what is it that you are calling me to do? Come on. Amen. And then go fulfill the purpose and plan that he has for your life. Yeah. How many of you know that when you get into the perfect plan of God, life will be good? Yeah. You, Amen. You, you, I, I'm not saying you won't have challenges and what have you, but I'm telling you, it'll be like water going off of a duck. You won't bother you whatsoever. You're just in the plan of God. Hey, guys, I was sitting, my wife and I, we were sitting with some of our board members having dinner a couple of days ago, last week, last week, with these board members. And they said, we want to know, these are my board members, okay? We want to know when you're going to (laughs) retire. I said, well... I like what a pastor friend of mine said. He said, well, when I get to heaven, I'll retire. (laughs) Because there's work to do. There's people to be saved, lives to be touched. What am I going to do, man? Sit on the, you know, how many rounds of golf, you know. We, We live in a senior community in Texas, so all the people around us, is everybody's retired. And every day they play golf and what have you. And they come and ask me every year, you're not going back over there again, are you? <laughs> every year they, they ask the same thing. Are you going back? To, yes, we're going back to Africa. Until the Lord says you don't need to go. Now when he says you don't need to go, it's optional, right? You can go if you want to. But in the meantime, you go when he tell you to go. And thank God he's given us the strength, the health, the, you know, go do all that. Thank you for the couple of amens. If you keep your faith in God, he will move heaven and earth to help you fulfill your destiny. Listen, saints, when, when, when we, I was in business for decades Hustling, you know, working hard, man, trying to, you know, be whatever. And God said, hello? You going to Bible college or not? This is the last call. I said, I'm going. (laughs) My wife is sitting on the front row. She will tell you. I called the chairman of the company. I was the international training director of this corporation. And I called the chairman of the company and I said, I'm done. 
What do you mean? I'm going to Bible college. Do you, something's wrong with you. I don't know what it is, but we're going to, we're going to figure it out. Do you want more money? No, I don't want any more money. I said, I tell you what, I'll call you by five o'clock today, Eastern time. I was in California. I said, I'll call you by five o'clock Eastern time and I'll let you know for sure. So I got in my car, Saints, rolled the window down, opened up the roof, and just drove for hours through Los Angeles. And at the end of, I don't know, a couple of hours, I heard zero. No wind, no noise, nothing. I pulled into this gas station. I picked up the phone, and I said, uh, sir, I'm, I'm done. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to Bible college. Click. I got, and we went to Bible college, finished all that, and my wife will tell you, we wouldn't have dreamed in our wildest dream that God would say, I want you to go start a Bible school in Kenya. Uh, how old were we at that time? 50? 59? Oh, wow. Okay, 59. <laughs> 59. At 59, God says, I want you to go start a Bible school in Kenya. Faith-based Bible school. There was none in the whole nation, man. There was none even in East Africa, Tanzania, Uganda, Rwanda, all around. None. Zero. And I went to meet with some people, and the guy said there should have been a spirit-based Bible school here 25 years ago, and he showed me the pictures and everything. They were breaking ground for the school, but they never did anything. They broke ground. And then the guy that God told to do it had some pastors come, and they said, we don't need a Bible school. We got the Holy Ghost. Come on, saints. Is, is Bible school is good. Amen. Pastor Henry will put both hands up. It's good to be trained, right? It's good. They stopped the work. And God said, I wanted a Bible school here 25 years ago. And we're now in whatever it was, because we've been over there 10. This will be our 11th year in Africa. He said, I wanted a school there. 25 years ago. So I said, well, in 25 years, man, you must have talked to somebody. <laughs> you know. How, how many, come on, y'all. How, how many of you agree? In 25 years, God told somebody to go do this. He said, I said, how many? He said, you don't need to know how many people. He said, you don't need to know how many people I talk to. All you need to do is go. So we went and did what the Lord said. And my point is, once we did that saying, man, it was like that. Everything worked out and God blessed us every way you could imagine. With God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. So if you're sitting here today, 59, <laughs> 60, 
or whatever, hey, you can still do it. Point number two, dream big. Hebrews 11.1, 1, God's word says, Faith assures us of things we expect and convinces us of the existence of things we cannot see. Faith is now. When you are tempted to falter in your faith or to turn back from following Jesus Christ, keep focus on what God has done for you and what he offers in the future. The best example I can give you of what I'm trying to say is Sarah. Sarah married Abraham, right? Come on, saints, are you still here? You're going home already. Sarah married Abraham, and the Bible says, you know, we like to call Abraham the great man of faith, but he doubted too. I don't have time to go into that. You just search it out for yourself. He doubted. But Sarah, we, we like to hear the story of Sarah at the tent door when she laughed, when she heard the angel say she would have a child at 90 years old. But she's in Hebrews 11 in the hall of faith. Think about it. She laughed at the tent door, but she bore Isaac, and she is listed in the hall of faith. So what, was, what happened? I'm here to tell you today that when they started out, God told Abraham to leave your family, leave, you know, leave Terry and so all that. And their walk with God came to a point that they sit on the porch and they thought about it and says, hey, when we left our parents, God took care of us. When we went to Egypt, God took care of us. Look, re- research this, guys. When, when Abraham went to Egypt, he was broke, but he left blessed. I believe that Abraham and Sarah sit there and looked at the faithfulness of God. And they said, you know what? If God brought us through all of this, he'll take us to where he said. And if God says I can have, if if God says I can have this baby at 90, I believe it. That's all she had to do. All she had to do, guys, was get on one accord with God and say, I believe what you have said is true. And she had the baby. God's very best still lives ahead. I don't care if you're sitting here today 90. Our best days are still yet ahead. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Your future is so bright, you're going to need sunglasses. 
I, I, I'm going to say it one more time. I want a copy of this, amen. Your future is so bright, you're going to need sunglasses. That somebody's going to get that in here. See, I teach my students in Africa, if you hear a prophetic word, just say, I'll take it. Just, just take it, man. God cannot improve on himself because he is perfect. Jesus is perfect, and the Holy Spirit operates in perfection. I'll say it again. I heard one that's right from pastor. God cannot improve on himself because he is perfect. Jesus is perfect, and the Holy Spirit operates in perfection. That brings me to point number three. You are a masterpiece. I'm I'm trying. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, you, come on, you are a masterpiece. Hallelujah. Psalms 139.14, King James says, New King James, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Webster says a masterpiece is a work done with extraordinary skill, especially. Webster says it's a supreme intellectual or artistic achievement. Can God improve on mankind? Can he he make a sister, oh Lord, look any better than he made her? Can he, can he make a brother look any better? <laughs> you know, now he may not have a six-pack, amen, but hey, he's looking good. <laughs> it's his creation. Amen. You, oh, come on, saints. Tell you, look at your neighbor. Just look at him. Say, say neighbor, neighbor. You, you are a masterpiece. Created Created. by God. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then God said, let us make humans in our image. This is Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Genesis 1, 26, 27, God's word. Then God said, let us make humans in our image and our likeness. Let them rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the domestic animals all over the earth, and all the animals that crawl on the earth. So God created humans in his image. In the image of God, he created them. He created them male and female. The word of God attributes deity to the word defining all the Godhead as the word the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
And we see this in John chapter 1. Let's go there quickly. John 1, verses 1 through 5. John 1, verses 1 through 5 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being. (laughs) Boy, we could camp out right there. Nothing came into being that has come into being without God speaking it. So if God says you're blessed, come on, saints. Come on. If God says you're blessed, you're blessed. You're blessed. I don't care how many demon devils try to stop you. How many, I, I don't care what your situation is. Listen, you may be down at the bottom today, but all you've got to do is make Jesus Lord and you're on your way up. That's all you got to do. You're on your way. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The Greek word for the logos is the Hebrew language is of the Old Testament. The word is described as the agent of creation. Psalms 33, 6, New Living Translation says, The Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. God has created you to do something great for his kingdom. I want to say that again. God has created you to do something great for his kingdom. If, if you don't get anything that I said today, get this. God said, if he doesn't have what you need, he will create. Amen. Boy, get that. So, so you may need something today and you have no idea how you're going to get there. Just know if it's not there. God will create it. He, all, all he's got to do is speak it and it will be in existence. It'll be there when you need it. You, you, you may be sitting here today saying, how am I going to get the way? Hey guys, just take the step you can take. And when you take the step you can take, God will meet you and take care of whatever it is you're trying to do. Tell your neighbor, if God doesn't have what you need, he God We'll create it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what people say about you or your family. What does God say? And what is written in heaven in the book of life? People, so many people have never broken out of the family situation they're in. Because somebody said, you'll never be anything. Your grandma wasn't. Your daddy wasn't. Shut up! God said. 
I am fearfully and wonderfully. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And I've been put in this earth to do something great for God, and I'm going to do what he said. And you may think, well, what what I've been called to do, Pastor, is just a little thing. It may be little to you, but it's important to him. He wouldn't have given it for you to do if it wasn't important. You just need to do it. I'm closing. (laughs) Jeremiah 29, 11, the Message Bible says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. We said number one today, point number one, faith is the currency of heaven. If you're going to get anything from God, you're going to have to get it by faith. Come on, church. Amen. Number two, dream big. Does it cost us anything, guys, to dream big? Is God a big God? Then stop trying to do all these little things. Say, God, give me something big to do. And he will. Number three, you are a masterpiece. Tell your neighbor, don't forget that. Say, neighbor, do not today forget that you are a masterpiece created by God to do something great for his kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you bow with me, please? Father, we thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, hallelujah, to do something great for your kingdom. But before you can do something great for the kingdom, you have to be part of the family of God. You may be here today and you say, brother, I've been to church, I've been baptized, you know, but I really am not walking with God. If the trumpet of heaven blew right now, I'd miss God. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. God knows it. The devil knows it. I know it. Kenneth E. Hagin said that he went to hell. He said he was going deeper and deeper and deeper down, and it was black, and it became darker and darker. And he hollered out, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. And he said as he approached the gate of hell, the gates of hell, the Lord brought him out. It's not the will of God that any of his people would go to hell. He wants you to make heaven. Make heaven your home. So if you're here today and you say, brother, I want to, you know, I'm hooking up with God. I'm going to get serious about the work of the kingdom. I want you to just lift your hands wherever you're sitting. Just lift up your hands so I have an idea. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, help us. Thank you. Hallelujah. I, I thank you. I see all the hands. Wow. 
Father, I'm just waiting for a moment. Today is your day. Don't leave this place today and not make the decision to follow God. Well, I'll do it next week. You may not be alive next week. Do it now. Today is your day. I promise you, you'll never be the same. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, I'm a new creature in Christ. All things, old things are passed away. All things have become new. You'll be a new creature. Hallelujah. Thank you again for listening to this message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today, or if you need someone to pray with, please contact us at 850-926-1200 or email us at info at rolcrawfordville.com. We also want to encourage you to visit us this Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. in Crawfordville. Please visit us online at rolcrawfordville.com for more information and directions.